This is the Business Breakfast with Oanda. Online trading, currency data, money transfers. Very good morning to Jeff Halley. Very good afternoon to you. Of course, your trading day more or less over. We've seen quite good response, haven't we, to the, like a Biden bounce, and as you put it, uh, a yacht of Yellen going on today. Yeah, look, uh, the appointment of Janet Yellen as the incoming Treasury Secretary was very well received by uh, financial markets, and it capped a series of uh, positive developments. Uh, the release of transition funding, uh, which has been interpreted as a partial concession by uh, President Trump, and also you know, the ongoing developments in these vaccines that are appearing uh, to be close to, um, to the market now. Uh, that's all uh, caused a big rally in stock markets. We've seen commodities ro- uh, uh, rallying as well, oil rallying, and the dollar moving lower, and the US yield st- uh, curve uh, steepening. All signs of a, a large recovery trade being put in place by markets. Yeah, indeed. Are you, are you buying... I know you're cynical about these things. Are you actually buying this global growth story? Definitely, uh, there's uh, there's some merits to it. Um, what I am getting used to is the markets uh, pricing in a lot of future development very, very quickly these days. So uh, there's no doubt that there's still some quite strong momentum in this trade, and I, I see no reason for it to, to run out of steam. And we have to remember that interest rates are going to be re- remaining at zero all around the world, all through 2021, and that will support uh, asset prices anyway. That's the key, isn't it, really, provided there's no movement there. And there wouldn't be unless there was, I suppose, signs of inflation. Uh, my reading of it is, I don't know about you, that you know, you, you only really get inflation if you start to get consumption, and we're not, we're not seeing that. Well, what do you feel about that? Yeah, look, you know, since uh, the global financial crisis, they've been hunting for inflation and it still hasn't appeared. You know, Japan's been looking for it for 35 years. Uh, I, I think the problem is more likely to be uh, the downward pressure on prices and inflation, not upward pressure. So in that respect, I think there's only so far that interest rates could could uh, rise anyway. But we have to remember that uh, government uh, balance sheets around the world are going to be on life support as well. So they need to have lower rates to fund uh, those huge deficits, uh, which means that uh, the central banks will keep those rates low, even if inflation does tick up. You've mentioned or have been talking probably for the past two weeks about this rotational trade. In other words, uh, taking investment away from tech companies and into more traditional stocks, which are seen because of the global growth story to have a good future ahead of them. That presumably is continuing. Uh, my doubts about that are that, you know, nevertheless, these tech companies do, to put it boldly, make a lot of money. Yeah, look, I, I think it's important to realise that these are fantastic businesses. They've printed money before COVID-19. They've printed money right through COVID-19. But the valuations have risen to, re- to to reflect that. And they've fallen in these legacy industries, as I've called them. So I still believe the future is bright for tech. But I do believe that these rotational, cyclical industry uh, plays are probably going to show more growth than tech as we head into 2021. Give us a view, if you would, and I don't want to get too sort of parochial about this, but um, I, I always ask you, you know, is, is, are the Brexit stroke trade discussions that the UK is um, making very heavy weather of at the moment, um, is, that, is that chiming at all on the international markets? Slightly. I mean, when you look at the level of sterling, sterling has been one of the best performers in the major currency setup. The markets aren't pricing a remote chance 
chance at all that there won't be a trade deal coming through. Uh, so if there was suddenly not to be one, then I guess Sterling could fall quite a long way. But really, the sounds coming out of Europe and the UK, I, I think they're almost there. And actually, I see some quite substantial upside uh, for Sterling uh, if they actually get a deal across the line. I think we can head back to 140 versus the dollar very, very quickly. Would would that be because of the, 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 the feeling that Britain would have a good trading relationship, as it were, on its own with the rest of the world? Is that is that where the, the strength of sterling is? Or is it because you know that a central bank is always behind it? Well, I think it's really, I mean, when you look at the makeup of the, the FTSE 100 and even the FTSE 250, a huge proportion of the revenues from those companies that make up that index come from international business. So... The UK is also very is already very internationally facing, and thus, if the world economy picks up in 2021, which I fully expect, it stands to benefit quite strongly. That will be positive for equities, and it will be positive for sterling. There's been a discount for Brexit built into sterling for a while now. That will suddenly be removed if we get a trade deal across the line. You mentioned uh, oil, uh, and that's had quite a boost, hasn't it? Um, I know that we have OPEC Plus and all the rest of it, but at the same time, this is, I'm guessing, because it, its price is, is looking forward to growth. Is that, is that why it's, because it, it has actually appreciated quite significantly, hasn't it? Yeah, look, I mean, oil prices, are they're up again 4.5% last night. I think the price action last night was more sp- speculative than structural and I, I must say that on the technicals oil does look a little bit overdone at this stage but we are seeing things like the calendar spreads which I won't bore you with it they sort of tell the markets what the future demand for oil is in the futures market and those have narrowed substantially which is very bullish for oil consumption so clearly the markets are pricing in a spike in oil consumption in 2021 as people get vaccinated around the world and the world economy reopens travel starts up again that will lift consumption that will lift oil prices particularly if opec plus keeps capping production so i think that's what we're seeing i mean it's a very very cyclical industry and thus we are seeing quite a lot of outperformance in this rotation trade Excluding gold, just for a moment, um, precious metals ought to be doing reasonably well, oughtn't they, as a pickup? Copper is usually the big barometer. Yeah, look, uh, copper and iron ore uh, are powering ahead. Again, cyclical industries, uh, it's telling us that the market or that the demand is there, that factories around the world are scaling up production or they're getting orders in that mean they have to, that consumption is going to rise substantially in 2021. So they're a very good indicator of where the the world economy is health-wise at the moment. And we definitely seem to be past the worst of it, uh, particularly in these industrial and semi-precious metals such as palladium and platinum, which have industrial uses. And, and, and finally, Jeff, are those sort of indications coming from PMIs, Purchasing Managers Index? Because you've often said in the past, haven't you, that, that, that you mm. regard that as a decent barometer. Mm. Look, you know, I was very surprised this week. The uh, European ones held up relatively well. We saw services softer. That's no surprise given the lockdowns we're seeing across Europe. But manufacturing held up very well. But the United States, both services and manufacturing, absolutely blew expectations out of the water to the top side. And that suggests that actually, despite this COVID pandemic rampaging across America, the underlying economy seems to be still doing much better than, well, for myself and many other pundits uh, thought. Uh, And again, that was another bullish uh, measure for the markets this week. 
Jeff Halley, thank you very much indeed. Jeff Halley there from Orlando, Asia Pacific. Very good afternoon to you. Thanks for joining us. The Business Breakfast on Jazz FM with Oanda. Online trading, currency data, money transfers. 